a good near of Shabbos, Parshas Pinchas. Ah, unbelievable. We're here. I happen to be visiting America now, hence the very late time of the TV uh, Torah. Um, Hopefully, there's enough time that you can hear some of it. I'll try and make it short and more enjoyable then. I'll tell you like this. We just entered the three weeks. For me, it was very interesting because I came to the States to celebrate a chasana of one of our dear Talmidim. And um, he invited me to come to Shevard Brochus Wednesday evening. And we were sitting there at the Shevard Brochus. We started before, you know, it says. But there was a, a singer, a keyboardist, and the music was so beautiful. The question is, do we stop? Because it's already Shivasa Batamas. And I was, you know, it's not my place, so I try not to, you know, throw my weight around, lest somebody get really injured. Uh, but uh, I felt there's a Chazal that has a, sim- a little bit precedent. I mean, even though. I think most of the dinim of the Avelis do start at night, even though we don't have any restrictions on eating at night. But uh, the restrictions of the rest of the uh, Inuyim, or I'm not sure what we want to call it, the modes of mourning seem to start at Tzais and Shivas Abertamas. There is a Chazal that says, As if he's built up one of the Churbas of Yishalayim. Now, what does it mean, one of the Churbas of Yishalayim? So, Mestama Poshup Shat means, in Yishalayim you, you pass by and you see many destroyed buildings. And as if you built up one of those destroyed buildings... I think it's a little bit deeper than that, according to other Neforshim, they're saying that of the Churbos of Yushalayim, one of the destructions of Yushalayim. So the question is, is that uh, did I rebuild the first base of Mekdash, or did I rebuild the second base of Mekdash? And, and if I rebuild either one, I really rather just focus on building the third base of Mekdash. So I think there's something that we're supposed to think about. If you're being the avoida of bringing simcha to chasan and kala, whose home is a vessel and a place for potential shechina to be dwelling 24-7, 365, 120, whatever you want, the numbers you want to add on to that, that is what a chasan and kala have that potential. They have the potential to have the Shechina dwelling with them in their quarters. So I feel that there's this tremendous, tremendous power that when you are trying to bring them Simcha, then you really do build up one of the destructions. Now, it could be that um, maybe it means I rebuild the first base of Mikdash, the second base of Mikdash. But I think if I were to have gone and said, oh, music, nine days, uh, three weeks, what are you doing? Um, especially with that annoying voice. Now, if I would have said that, 
people, uh, come on, uh, what are you trying to do? And and I think that there would really not have been any nachas ruach takash because of that. And I think the nachas ruach takash has is that here, give chizik to the people who are trying to bring me into their lives on a very frequent basis. And I think that's really one of the lessons to learn about our potential in our in our voida during the three weeks in this period of mourning that we're supposed to understand what is the mourning about. And I want to just say one other idea that I think is very poignant. Um, if you look in the Parsha, the Parsha starts off with Pinchas, who did this Maisa Kinos, which is very extreme. And, you know, I know that when uh, when there's Hafkanot happening, especially if it's happening with the yeshiva boys, blocking roads in, in Yerushalayim or wherever it is, B'nai Brak, I really feel that it's not a Kiddush Hashem, and I don't really like it. I don't... Uh, I've, I've spoken to many people, and people who have said, what do you mean? The Gdolim said we have to make Havganas and stuff like that, and they're based on Havganas that were made by Gdolim about 60, 70 years ago, where I'm not sure if they really blocked the roads or if it was just a, a, a discomfort for a few people that they'd have to walk around or something. That there were not so many buses and cars and trains and stuff that were being affected and having pe- people angry at these people. But it was more of people witnessing the pain that a Yid is in when when Hakash Baruch and his Torah is being trampled upon, I would really think that the right place to make a Havgana is to go to the Kaisal and make a big Havgana. And why do we have to make people angry with us? We can just go to Hakash Baruch and show him our pain at the Matzav. But that's a different story. But if you look at the rest of the Parsha, the Parsha continues with the names of all the Shvatim. And it's a, such a beautiful thing that during the three weeks where you see some of these very funny names, you have a name like Ard, like or whatever, and I'm not going to go into it because some of them are very interesting sounding names. And, uh, you know, it's, I think that Akash Borhu at the beginning of three weeks wants us to look at all the differences and all the varieties and all the uniqueness each and every one of us has and so, to say each and every one of us count to the big Klal Yisrael. And therefore, there's no way we should ever, ever look askance at another Jew. Even if he's not doing the right thing, even if he's like, what are you doing in making Havgana? Like, people could have looked at Pinchas, and, and they did. People were yelling at Pinchas for how could he do that, and killing a Nasi, and etc., etc., etc. So I really feel that this is an example of so many different areas in life where people could look askance at somebody else and people could find flaws and fault with everybody else, but yet punct at the beginning of the three weeks we read about all these different type of yidin. And then we see the transference of the leadership from Moshe Bain to Yoshua and then it talks about all the Yom Tovim. But before getting to real all the Yom Tovim, it has one Real big introduction, and that's the Korban Tamid. Tamid in the book here, and Tamid Shalbin Arbaim. And a very interesting Lashon Akash Baruch uses. And what does it say? 
And Hashem said to Moshe, Command the Jewish people, My sacrifice of my bread for my fire, which is a pleasing smell, Please be cautious to guard it in its right time. And tell the Jewish people that they should have sheep in the morning and sheep in the afternoon, two, one in the morning, one in the afternoon, and to do this korban tamid. I think that this is also one of the biggest lessons that we could be learning about what Hashem finds interesting and finds desirable. Korbani lachmi, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Gamliel always says this, HaKadosh Baruch says, mine bright, this is my, you want to feed me, you want to give, make me satiated and fulfilled? HaKadosh Baruch says, you want to do that? You want to feed me a nice meal? Instead of making for me, uh, you know, uh, smoked ribs, I want korbani lachmi, I want a korban tamid. And it's not, HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't eat these things, but it's the tmidis, it's the consistence, it's the perpetual non-stop that uh, the Yidin would do twice a day. There are some midrashim, some swarm that start off with a medrash that we don't see in any of the chazals that we have nowadays, that um, there are three different opinions about what is the most important um, concept that a Yidin should know with. One is, of course, Shema Yisrael HaShem Lekein HaShem Echad. Another one says, And then, I think the, they're quoting Rav Shimon ben Tazi, who's not the most well-known. But according to this Sefer that quotes this Chazal, even though we have no other source for it, he says, you know what's the most important concept in Yiddishkeit? As a keves ha'achet ta'aseh b'abokir, as a keves ha'aseh shenit ta'aseh b'anabayim. To sacrifice one Sheep in the morning and one sheep in the afternoon. Invest in sheep. Lemaisa. Uh, this is, I think, what Akash Baruch Hu wants us to understand. Hashem wants a relationship where we are consistent in what we do. And we're not flaky. And we don't show up one day and not show up another day. And, you know, the, the famous Chazal that a person doesn't come to Minyan. The Kaj Baruch Hu says, where's, where's this person who's usually a Minyan? Kaj Baruch Hu is worried. Kaj Baruch Hu notices us. We matter to him. And even though it's sim- something simple, like what do you ever really see about consistency? Of course, you have Rabbi Akiva and the drop of water going through the stone. But that, I think, is the avoda, especially in the three weeks. And it's punked in the middle of the sandwiches, all the names that we had before, which is again the Avas Yisrael and the Aftalecha Kamocha, loving every Jew, which is a theme, of course, of the Churban Bayesheni, where people had Sinaschinim, Tav Achdus. And then you have all the Korbonos afterwards, and but the Korban Tamid, it's like the, the meat in the middle of the sandwich of all the entire Parsha. I think that if we would try to do something, Whatever we try to do, do something even very small but consistently. Whether it means some people decide that they're going to like say Birkas Torah from inside a Siddur. Some people do Ashiyatza inside a, either a Siddur or a little piece of a little, um, little card that they carry with them. 
Whatever, it doesn't have to be that. It could be just make sure I kiss the mezuzah before I leave any room. I'm kissing the mezuzah. I, I, I notice here I'm in Chutzla Arts, and when I have to go into like different buildings, and I like I reach out and there is this is a grayish building. There is no mezuzah here. Okay, you know it. You know your mind is trained to do something, so you notice a difference. But whatever it is that a person wants to do, that Baruch Hu should get tremendous nachas. Whatever you try to do, try to do something very small, but something totally consistent, and never give up on it. There's a famous story that Baruch Rosen, Rosenblum from Eretz Yisrael gives a shear. He, he takes on a new little thing every year that he tries to do. And I think it was this past year, Rosh Hashanah, that he took on to to wash his hands with a cup before Mincha. And it was Ben Ismanim, and he was uh, went out for a walk, and he was heading back home, and there was people standing in the park near the Yarkon, not too far from where he lives. And they said, it's center, it's center, Mincha. So he said, yes, and then he remember, oh, I have to wash my hands, so there's a little river nearby. So he went and he saw a plastic cup on the side, Baruch Shemi had a cup, and he was, dips his hand with the cup into the river to pull out some water to wash his hands, and all of a sudden he noticed it looked, something like, looked a little doll-like floating by. He said, that's so strange. And he took a second look, and it was a live child, or it was a barely live child. He pulled the child out of the water. The child had been drowning, and because of his insistence on keeping his minhag, he was zochut to save that child's life. And he said, ah, oh, it's like, where, where am I going to find a cup in the middle of, of the, this park? Where am I going to find running water? He said, no, I made a commitment. I have to do it. And Hashem should help us, even though it's not the biggest commitment, but Hashem sometimes smiles on a person and shows them how, how crucial and how meaningful keeping that commitment could be. It saved the child's life. And who knows if it might even save your own life at one time. Hashem should give us the strength to develop this timidity, this constant, consistent and talent in our life that we should utilize this quality, this character trait and develop it. And because on the 17th of Tammud that was one of the things that went wrong was the Korban Tamid was butal. It was voided. And they did they messed up and they didn't have a Korban Tamid one day. And that's when everything went south. Kashbarhu should give us the strength to always know what to choose right. Of course to focus on Kamocha, but also focus on what it means to be do things with consistency. And Bez Hashem will be Kavyochal of course that would be giving tremendous nachas to Kosh as it were, Kavyachal feeding Hashem and giving Him the things that He desires. And Hashem, He will give us what we desire and hopefully we'll desire to have the base of Mikdash, no longer just seeing the Kaisal, but being able to go up and bring a Korban Tamid and see it happen. Hashem, we should all be zocha to develop that relationship with the Kosh Baruch where that really matters to us in a very intense way. Zayin Gebench, have an amazing Shabbos. Cool, too.